Hello and welcome to another edition of Basketball, where we just talk about basketball and the NBA this season. As always, my name is Brad. And I'm Ray. And thanks for tuning in again. Listen to us. This is Basketball. Hi, Ray. Hi, Brad. All right, let's get started. Let's just get started. All right, let's get started. Because... We uh we got some stuff to talk about today. What yeah. all are we gonna talk about today? Uh, how much the jazz suck? Okay. Yeah. That's all I need to talk about. <laughs> I lost four in a row, Brad. Four in a I've row. I lost four games in a row. And that's not that's not happy. I no, it's not good at all. They've it's... lost to teams, in my opinion. Yeah, but here's the thing: they looked good doing it. No, they didn't. Best dressed in the Best NBA. Dr- <laughs> okay. Best that is that's a consolation prize, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean Yeah. Yeah, so so why are they so bad this season? I don't really know. I guess Hayward coming back from his injury has affected him a bit because he's looked terrible. George Hill started out really well because we got him in that trade with um Indiana over the offseason and he looked really good. He was the Western Conference player of the week, but he injured his thumb or something. I don't know. He's been out for like Six games or something. You got to play through that. I know what he's been out, so that's hurt us because we don't really have a traditional point guard after that. After that, it's Dante Exum, who's more of a Victor Oladipo kind of player, or okay. Shelvin Mack, who's a just a backup. He's a backup for his career. He would he's not talented enough to be anything else, so that's really hurt us. And uh, uh, Derek Favors has been playing injured. So he he hasn't really been himself. You know, he's typically like an 18.10 rebound guy. You can pretty much count on him for that. But he's like, they played uh, Memphis the other day. And so they were out-rebounded by 15 rebounds. Memphis pulled down 44 and Utah pulled down 29. Mm-hmm. Favors had six points and two rebounds. Mm. Rudy Gobert, who we just signed to a $110 million contract, six points and five rebounds. Ah, he's not pulling his weight. No, it's... And Gobert gave up 22 points to Mark Gasol, who's not an offensive center. It's just, I don't And then it's the same thing, Zach Randolph, their power forward, 18 points and 10 rebounds. Mm. It's like, look at their bigs and our bigs, and it's just no contest, even though our bigs are younger and higher paid. I don't understand what the <laughs> hell is happening. Where's, where's Utah getting all this money? Uh, the Mormons. Who knows? Who knows? They just haven't looked good. They didn't look good against the... the Bulls either. Oh yeah, they shot thirty eight percent from the floor, twenty percent from three. Hayward had eight points. Mm. I it just didn't look good. No, I I caught that one. That you root for him. You yeah. know, you root yeah. for him. I mean, but... at the end of the day, I still have to. But yeah, oh yeah, of my course. God. Oh, trust me, you don't even have to. You don't even have to come at me with no. that. Well, sh- sh- what are the the Thunder are what, like eight and six now? Yeah. Jazz yeah. are seven and eight. Okay, well. They lost to the Nuggets last <laughs> night, Brad. You know who the Nuggets have? They don't have <laughs> shit. Yeah, they don't have anybody. They don't have anybody. Here's the highlight of that game. Gordon Hayward had twenty five points on twenty one shots. <laughs> no other starter scored more than ten points. Oh. I just, I don't know what to say. It's a rough time to be a Jazz fan. Yeah, George Hill's out. We only had 15 assists as a team last night. I don't know what to say about him. Uh, just 
You know, they're like a they're like a disappointing child. You gotta love them still. Yeah. You know. I guess so. <laughs> You'd know about that, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still loved. You know. So. Oh God, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not an asshole. Oh yeah. That's true, that's true. Let's talk about those Thunder. They've been doing good since our last podcast. Yeah, they've uh, they've been doing good. Um, so what? They beat Houston. They beat Brooklyn. Yeah. And then... That's it, though. Is that it? That's pretty good. Brooklyn's not a terrible team. No. Hey, Rockets are probably a playoff team. You think so? I mean, here's the thing about here's the thing about the Rockets though, is that that was a superstar versus superstar. Yeah. You know, um, when it comes to other people on the teams, regardless of which team you're talking about, there's not much else. Yeah. You have Harden. In that and game, Harden didn't even show up to play. Westbrook put up what like 31, and Harden mm-hmm. had 13. <clears throat> that wasn't. Also, the thing is, is that Westbrook has good supporting yeah. role players. He has better younger players. I think James Harden with, uh, I don't know. I think uh, the trio of the Thunder have Westbrook, Steven Adams, and mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo. I think they're better than Harden, Eric Gordon, and Ryan Anderson. But it's, I think it's pretty close. Like, Yeah. It's not that far apart, but... And that, that, that's something that, that's not just, just a slide by win. I feel like that, the teams are pretty evenly matched. Yeah, so I'd when say that so. game is saying something, I would say. It also says something about the Rockets to keep it to a two point game when Harden only had 13. Yeah. So. That's true. So they got, I mean, but they're, they're two teams. With a superstar each, both have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not talking about um, the Warriors, you know, where they have yeah, the they, four established guys. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about one team or two teams, two superstars, and not much else. Mm-hmm. They have to drag their whole team, and I like it because. I'm keeping Harden in my pocket for MVP, yep. and I'm 100% like, like if Westbrook wins enough games, he's got to take it. He's yeah. got to take it. I don't know how, as a voter, you could vote against Westbrook if he drags that team to a four seed or a mm-hmm. five seed. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how they could give it to someone else. But, you know, LeBron James. Yeah. He does get a little bit of a... LeBron James bias in the voting, though. Yeah. So, there's really no telling how it'll go. Now, Michael Jordan never compared LeBron James to himself, though. But he, he compared Westbrook to oh, himself. Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't know where you yeah. were going with that. Yeah, he compared Westbrook to yeah, himself. Yeah, he did. That was a neat little quote. Yeah, I mean, hey, I think if I was Westbrook, I would, you know, take a Michael Jordan picture have that quote, print it <laughs> out, put it on my wall, look yeah. at it every single day. I may. Because what did you tell me? You said he won't be able to keep that fire. I didn't say he couldn't keep season. the fire. 
I said he can't keep up the production. Okay. He can't keep up his health. He, he just, it's not going to work. Now, with that, happen. with, I mean, you look at that every single day. I bet. I, I don't bet care how fired he up he is. If he injures his foot or something, he's not going to play every game. But he won't. He just, well, I won't say he won't. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. If he doesn't get injured, he'll keep up that that pace. Yeah, he's got like an outrageous usage rate, though. It's like every play he touches the ball and yeah. he's assisting. and I don't know. I think he just, he's going to have to rest at some point. I really think they'll rest him down the stretch. If they lock up, you know, if they're in a four or five seed range, I think they'll just kind of coast him. Well, he does rest. He rests at night. And he rests on the <laughs> way home. That's not the same. And on the way to the game. All right, 14 <laughs> games into the season. Wait till about game 75. Yeah. And I think they'll start resting him. Yeah. Maybe even earlier. Which is, I mean, that's worrisome for me as a fan. And I'm sure it's worrisome for that team and the coach and the owners because... There's, I mean, they're doing okay right now, but if Westbrook's not out there, then what's yeah. that? I mean, really, what's that say? Because as much as coming into this season, I, and as much as now I want to believe that Old Depot can fill that that spot, he just can't. He just can't no, do he it. can't. He's Westbrook-esque, yeah. but he's not. Westbrook. He's two, three levels under Westbrook. Mm, which is sad. Do you think he'll ever reach that level? Uh, I guess it's possible. Yeah. You know, he's pretty young. He came out in 2013, I think. Mm. He was picked after Anthony Bennett, so that's only three years. I thought the Magic gave up on him a little quick, but I don't know. He could. Like, he very well could, but... Yeah. He could just as easily be another athletic guard that can't shoot, and that's all he can do is, mm. is dunk. Because he can't even finish at the rim that well. Yeah. Once he drives Some in. people, some I, I saw a video of some guy breaking down Westbrook's statistics and saying that he can't finish well at the rim, which is yeah. crazy to You're me. putting up triple-doubles every night. I yeah. don't think anyone gives a shit, but when you're putting up 14 points and five rebounds. Like Oladipo, I think people have more to say about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and like I said, this is just this one guy. <laughs> all right. That's all we are, just some guys. Yeah. So, I mean, his opinion matters as much as ours does. And that's not at all. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter at all. So I think it's a good segue, our opinion, into what we thought of those games last Wednesday and what actually oh, yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about that. Do you remember what you predicted? Uh, no, but once I hear the the right. games, I'm sure I will remember. All right, so that first one we had was the Sixers versus the Wizards. Oh, gosh. I went 76ers. I think I went Wizards. You went Wizards. And I think I think what happened when I said was that if the, if the Wizards lose to the Sixers, they might as they well just phone it in. They should cancel their spend time with their wives. Yeah. Yep. Well, Philly won. Oh, man. <laughs> Gosh, sorry. Uh, that next game was Orlando and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New Orleans didn't have Anthony Davis, so I went Orlando. Yeah. And Orlando won. Okay. But it was close. All right. So, what did you go? You um, I think I went Magic, too. Okay. The next game was a game we did not talk about at all. Pacers versus Cavs. We yep. both immediately said Cavs, Cavs next. got it. 
Next. Pacers beat them. Pacers beat them. LeBron James rested, though. Yeah, he sat out. So, we didn't uh, know that. Of a gun. We didn't That's know what, that. Yeah, we Shoot. did not know that. We were wrong yeah. to doubt you, Pacers. Very I'm sorry. Very sorry. Nah, they Bird. don't care. They don't care. No. Larry Bird doesn't give a crap about us. No. But, hey... That's a that's a big win. Yeah, it now is. Now they can say, "Oh, LeBron, you know, you didn't yeah. play." Oh, that's and, what any Cavs, and any Cavs fan, or maybe any like news team or whatever. Yeah. Or any podcast. Yeah. Would say, you know, LeBron James sat out, and that's probably. It's a fair point, but they still got the W, so I don't yeah. shit about yeah. the fair point. There you go. Next up, we had the Celtics and the Mavericks, and I went Celtics after a lot of deliberation. Mm, I don't remember. I don't either. I don't know what you picked. But the Celtics did win. Celtics did win. The next one was the Knicks. Oh, nope. We both picked Celtics. I remember. We both picked Celtics because uh, he talked about... um, Oh, man. Who did we talk about? the owner oh mark cuban Mark cuban. yeah okay that's right that's right, that's right. we talked yeah because talk... you apologized to yeah. him for picking against him yeah. right and okay. that's because we love mark cuban yeah we do shark tank sponsor us yeah sure yeah or just mark cuban yeah, mark even cuban. nothing uh-huh. against you other sharks next one we had the knicks and the pistons without andre drummond so i went knicks 100 percent mm. oh right. oh the celtics beat the mavericks by the way we didn't say that. Yeah, so. Celtics beat Mavericks, so that's good. Um, Knicks and Pistons. Yeah. I think I might... Oh, I don't remember. I think I might have went Pistons. Yeah. The Knicks won, but it was close. Mm. So uh, We had the, the Bucks game versus the Hawks. Yep, Bucks I picked Hawks. Hawks. Yep, Hawks won. All right, good job. Then we picked the uh, Superstar versus Superstar. Yep. Thunder versus Rockets. And I went, I went Westbrook. Yep. 100%. I did too. And I'm glad I did. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. And uh, the Thunder came out with it. Uh, we had the Warriors and the Raptors. I picked the Warriors. I went You went Raptors. Raptors. You I went Raptors, and I knew it was Campbell, <laughs> and I don't even it want to talk about it. didn't pay off at all. I know yeah. it. Warriors I know won. It. Well. Uh, then we had the Nuggets and the Suns. I don't remember picking this game i don't remember i remember every other game but i don't remember this one so <laughs> it doesn't even matter we had the grizzlies and the clippers yep i picked i picked i picked the 11 and 1 clippers okay and they lost to the grizzlies Golly. God. and then i went unapologetically with the kings over the spurs yep and it bit me in the ass yeah it yep. did spurs won it of course and i'm pretty sure i picked spurs so <laughs> I think I always pick Spurs. Yeah. So I should have. I man, I just have too much faith in, in Boogie. Well yeah, and that's okay. Plus second favorite team yeah. in the league. I so gotta stay loyal. You gotta stay loyal, I right? I can respect that, you know. I can respect that. Alright. Well that was our uh, call back to our prediction, I guess. Yeah. So some hey, we did not too bad. We didn't. Pay. Yeah, I did a lot better than. Well, no, I'll toot my own horn. I did about what I thought I'd do. Yeah, I picked a. I I did get disappointed by the Clippers, and the Cavs. I didn't know they were resting LeBron. Yeah. The only one that I really went out on limb was was the Kings, and they only lost by like six or something. Hmm. That was a good game. That was. So. Yeah, I think we did all right. Yeah, I think we did good. 
We may have to try that again sometime. Yeah, I think we should. Alright. What's our next segment here? What are we calling it? Since we we uh we picked our Western Conference predictions in the first podcast and we did our Eastern Conference predictions in the second podcast, mm-hmm. it'd be silly to update those because not much has happened. It's been a week yeah. or two. So yep. I think I'm going to go, we're going to start a segment where we're going to pick the top five, or at least I am, the top five at each position Yes. in the NBA right now. Okay. So. So, okay. Um, let's go... Let's go, go top five point guards. Okay. Okay. I can go top so, five. So we'll go top five point guards. Um, if if you haven't listened to the podcast, um, one thing that we're trying to do is we're trying to be uh, informative, uh, mainly for people who are just trying to get into the NBA. So we're trying to put out a lot of content where you're learning stuff. And because I am, I'm learning a lot about the NBA right now, and I'm enjoying every second of it. Uh, so this segment will be pretty good, uh, inf- informative segment. So we're just going to talk about Ray, who's been a fan for a long time. He's very knowledgeable about the sport and about the league, and uh, he's going to give us his his top five of positions and why. They are the top five. So we'll start uh, point guards. So so what are the top five point guards in your opinion? Okay, so I'm going to start with, uh, I have my five, but I'm going to start with f- four players that just missed the top five. Okay. That they've had they've had good seasons, but they're just a little bit outside the top five for me. So uh, the first one that just missed the top five was John Wall from the Washington Wizards. And as good as he, he's been, I cannot forgive a two or three win Wizards team. They're just not mm. good. And then Kyle Lowry, who's been overshadowed by DeMar DeRozan's crazy scoring season, so he just missed out. Damian Lillard's team is mediocrely mediocre. I mean, they're they're middle of the road, so I just couldn't put him up there above some of these other guys. And then Kyrie Irving. Like he's, you know, he's Uncle Drew and everything, but he's uh, LeBron's had a better season than him. He really hasn't been utilized that much this season, I don't think, and he's not as big a part of his team as the other five guys I picked are. Okay. So, that being said, I'm going to start with number five, and he is a point guard from the Los Angeles Clippers who are 12-2. and two. His name is Chris Paul. Okay. Now, some people call this guy the point god. Oh, really? They say he's the best <laughs> traditional point guard since my man John Stockton. Really? And I don't like that. I don't like it. I like his game, but uh, that's disrespecting John Stockton, man. He's, okay. he's the best ever laced him up, in my opinion, at that position. Uh, so Chris Paul, like he doesn't have better stats than Damian Lillard did, or and they're very comparable to John Wall, but the Clippers are the best in the NBA right now, in my opinion. So their their two losses are Memphis by four, and then Oklahoma City by two. And he's averaging 18 points a game, 8 assists, and 5 rebounds on 46% shooting. Like, that's a crazy efficient season. And, like, even in wins, in wins his stats just get better. He's averaging 19 points a game, 9 assists, and then 5 rebounds on 48% from, from the field. So I think in wins he is really, really good, and he's a really big part of why Blake Griffin is so good and why DeAndre Jordan is even relevant in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I have to put him at number 5. But the reason he's not above some of the guys above him is because in their two losses, and it is a small sample size, two losses, 
He's non-existent in those games. He's averaging 12 points a game on 31% shooting in those two losses to the Memphis Grizzlies and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, he's shitting he's sh- their losses, so it just drops him down to five. Okay. So. All right. I don't see any problems with that. Okay. So, at four, I have, okay, now, Warriors bandwagon, forgive me, but Steph Curry is the fourth best point guard this season. Okay. Unanimous MVP be damned. <laughs> the Warriors are 12-2. and two. They've lost to the Lakers by 20. Did you know that was a 20-point loss to the Lakers? Mm. I did not know it was that much. Mm. Then they lost to the, the Spurs on opening night by 29. Yeah, so. I loved every minute of that. <laughs> I loved every mm. minute of that. And you know what, Steph Curry... At four, that's pretty generous if you ask yeah. me. If you ask me, but I am, I'll call it, I'm 100%. I'm a hater. Um, <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm just realistic. Like he's just a one-dimensional. He's not, no, okay, he's not a one-dimensional point guard. I had this argument with one of my friends the other day. We were talking about one-dimensional players or something. I don't remember exactly the context, but he brought up like a great point. He said... You can't even call Steph Curry one-dimensional because all he can do is shoot. He doesn't facilitate the ball that well. He doesn't finish in the paint that well. The only reason he finishes in the paint is because he's got the the uh, defense so spread out. So he just gets into the lane. It's not like he has an elite finishing ability like someone like Chris Paul or Damian Lillard or someone like Allen Iverson used to. He's just, just because he's that open because he's such a good shooter. Mm-hmm. He's got great handles and a great shot, but he has nothing after that. So, having him at four, I think is generous because it was yeah. between Curry, Chris Paul, and Damian Lillard. Those were my, those were four, five, and six, and that could have been in any order. Yeah, like he's averaging twenty six points on the season, forty eight percent shooting, which is great. But in their losses, those two losses by twenty and twenty nine, nineteen points a game on forty percent shooting. Mm. He's just like, he's an average player. Like he's just an average player when they're losing. Like he just shuts down. His shot isn't falling, and he doesn't do anything else. Mm. He's just not. He might as well not have him on the floor in a loss. So, I think four is generous. He could have been out of the top five, but I didn't want to get hated on too hard, so I put him at four over Chris Paul. So. Okay. <laughs> um, number three was very tough for me to put here. I'm not sure why, but I picked Kimball Walker. From the Charlotte Hornets. Okay. He's having an absolutely terrific season, but I just don't know if it's a fluke through their first 13 games. Hmm. He's having a great season, but I just don't know what to think of him. He's really, like, he's averaging 24 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds on 47% shooting. And the reason he's above Curry and Chris Paul is because he's... Willing his team to victory every night, like he's aver- in his in the victories they have, the eight victories, he's averaging twenty three points, six rebounds, or six assists and three rebounds on forty six percent shooting. Hmm. Okay, in their losses, twenty six points a game, four rebounds, four assists, and fifty three percent shooting. Like in their losses, he's even better in those five losses. So they've lost to Boston, Toronto, Cleveland, New Orleans. And Memphis. In those five losses, he was better than he was in any of the win they had. And that's and that's that says something. Because that means when they're down, he's he's he takes, takes it to it another on level. Himself. 
he takes out himself and he's just like, I got fired up. Yep. I got fired up. And that alone, just not shutting down whenever it looks dark, is is a good reason to put him above uh, Curry even. Because we just said that he shuts down. Might as well not even have him there. He's not. He doesn't have that leader gene. He doesn't have that turning on in the darkness gene um, like like Walker does. Seems. Yeah. Seems. So far. So far he hasn't. So far. So, uh, at number two, which number two, number one and two can go either way, I think. Don't you do that. I personally think it can go either way. Number two is the newest point guard in the NBA, James Harden. (laughs) He's been a point guard for exactly 14 games. And oh, gosh. he's averaging 28 points, 12 assists. He's He was a shooting guard last season. He's averaging more assists than anyone in the NBA right now. And add seven and eight, eight rebounds on top of that on 46% shooting. How is he doing that? He's underrated, man. I don't understand. He's big time underrated. Dude, he's so consistent. Listen to this. So in their wins, so they're 9-5. and five. Mm. In their wins, 28.7 points per game. In their losses, 28.6 points per <laughs> game. In their wins, 11.6 assists per game. In their losses, 13.8 assists per game. Yeah, In their wins, 7.6 rebounds per game. In their losses, 8.2 rebounds per game. He's shooting 45% in wins, 46% in losses. That is unparalleled consistency. I cannot, well, the next guy will be similar. But that's incredible consistency. Especially you look at somebody who's considered a better point guard like Chris Paul. Like there's a six-point disparity between wins and losses. Mm-hmm. And then Steph Curry, there's a an eight-point or something. Like There is a point one difference in wins and losses like he's having a crazy season he's a machine he's a machine mvp mvp (laughs) mvp and for as bad as they are they haven't lost a game bad they lost to the lakers by six they lost to the cavaliers by eight they lost to the hawks by five san antonio by six and oklahoma city by two as bad as the rockets are as bad as james harden and uh ryan anderson and Eric Gordon are is your best three players on the team. They're nine and five with no loss, double digits. They just they just mesh real well. Must I don't know what it is. Golly, they're so doing so much do. better than I thought they would. Yeah, but is he going to be rewarded for it? Golly. If he's not All NBA first team, then it's, the system is flawed. Yeah, at this point. Westbrook and Harden, they better be the two guards on All-NBA. Steph Curry better not be first-team All-NBA when the season's over. I'm going to lose it. I'll watch again. No, I'll watch again. (laughs) Number one, no surprise, is our boy Russell Westbrook. (laughs) They're 8-6. They've lost some bad games, I think. Yeah. Uh, They shouldn't have lost to Orlando. They shouldn't have lost to Detroit or Indiana. But they have some good wins. And Westbrook is doing all he can do. He's averaging 31 points a game, 10 assists, 9 rebounds, 45% from the field. Dude is going ham. He is. He is. Let you talk about. I want to hear you talk about Westbrook. This is your boy. You're wearing his shirt right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's the thing. I just, 
right now. I haven't been watching for very long, but everything I see on the dude, uh, I just respect. I just respect. So even he'll have he'll he'll have a two point lead in a game, and when most people would just run the clock, he's not. He's gonna dribble through people, and then this right handed man is gonna left hand slam. this right hand man's gonna left hand slam Uh, the passion that he has and then he just he doesn't stop he's another like James Harden type of guy you know he no I disagree with that but go on wait why Uh, because Russell Westbrook is a psycho on the court and James Harden plays in slow motion okay yeah alright so well what I mean is like he doesn't. He doesn't stop. Oh, okay. Yeah, he that makes stop. sense. He doesn't stop. He he is a psycho. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Um. He does stuff that doesn't seem like he's very human when he yeah. has the ball in his hand. The most um, amazing thing is he's had four knee surgeries. <laughs> Could you imagine how athletic he would be if he didn't? If he hadn't torn his meniscus. Mm. I can't. It wouldn't be possible. The NBA would have to raise the rim. I just don't... I don't know. And then he's just as consistent as Harden. If you look at the wins, there's a 0.1% <laughs> difference in his in wins and losses. 31.6 and 31.7. He averages more rebounds by two in losses. He averages about an assist more a game, but his field goal percentage does go down 6%, down to 42% from 48. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or from 46, I mean. So, I mean, he's a little worse in losses. Like, you can see that he forces more shots, but he has, he's got to have the highest usage rate in NBA history so oh, far. Oh, yeah. He, he takes everything on himself, though, which is why he'll have slightly worse stats when it comes to a loss. Because yeah. it's all him. Yeah. I mean, all I don't get me wrong. Like, Adams might be my second favorite uh, player in the NBA. He might be. But that just ha- that has a lot to do with uh, he seems like a cool dude. Um, but one of the reasons <clears throat> I'm so high on Westbrook is because there's been a lot of controversy with him. Um, and, and, and Kevin Durant leaving. And not only has it not slowed him down on the court, hasn't slowed him down off either. He, I don't know of another player that would handle everything that he went through with as much class as he, yeah. as he handled it with. He, and that's one of the reasons. That's why I like, okay, this guy is my favorite because he's a monster when things are dark. He tries to turn it on. Yeah. Um, I don't feel... The record that they have right now is not the best record. Um, no. They got they got some pretty hard losses. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be affecting him. Like, nothing seems to yeah. really affect him. And he just goes out there and he... He... I, I feel like... And, and I've never seen it. I'm sure it's happened on the NBA court before... I just feel like he's going to tear down the rim one day. <laughs> just glass shatter. Yeah, I'm not sure a guard's done it. Shaq broke a few in his day, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I'm just I'm he I'm does. I mean you, you're right. Like he just nothing faces him. You can see that in his stats that I just said in wins and losses. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's gonna do his thing no matter what. Yeah. And I really feel like he's taking Oklahoma City as his team. Yeah. Like he might he might seriously be there until he retires. I do not see him leaving, honestly. Not at this I point. No. I, I mean, think maybe before Kevin Durant left, maybe. Yeah. But at this point, like it's his team. They're gonna yeah. build it around Absolutely. him. I don't think he'll leave until until retirement, you know. Yeah, I mean you can see the kind of guy he is. I don't see him leaving either. Because Kevin Durant leaves, Russell Westbrook says you KD signs a three year extension. Yeah, I mean he does. that's the kind of guy he is. He knows <laughs> Oklahoma loves him. He knows that the that Sam Presti's gonna build that team around him. Yep. He knows the he responsibility knows. He owns that he the has. Thunder. Yeah. He loves he it. Owns them. <laughs> he owns them. He knows it. it. Yeah, he loves it. So, uh, so yeah, he's. So it's. I mean, it's hard to put Westbrook at two, even if Harden has better point guard numbers or whatever. He, it's Westbrook is playing like we haven't seen since Oscar Robertson. I mean, he's in the sixties. He's he's got this skill and this talent that you're not seeing other people have. Yeah. Um, and the intensity you're not seeing other people have, which makes him makes him very very fun to watch. Makes him very. It's hard to argue against him, honestly. Uh, it is. I mean, you look at like the type of point guard he is, and the closest thing we have in the NBA is I would say Damian Lillard. I know I've said his name a lot, even though he's not in the top five. But Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers, mm-hmm. who I think has a better team around him. But they have a worse record, you know. Yeah. You it just shows Westbrook's level is just that much better than everybody else that tries to play like he does. Mm. So it's unreal. He's unreal. I just can't fathom how yeah. a player plays like that with that much intensity every night. And that's another reason I think he's not going to slow down. If he doesn't get hurt, I don't think he's going to slow down. Yeah. I don't mean I. I hope he doesn't get hurt. I'm yeah, not oh, wishing yeah. injury on him, but, dude, yeah. there's no way. Maybe not even injury. Like I said, they've got to rest him. Yeah. Like they're just going to get swept. They're going to walk into the playoffs, and they're just going to get swept by someone. Man. they got they got to figure out something because you never know what's going to happen. No. You just don't. I think, no, personally, uh, around game 75, mm-hmm. I would say, because there's 82, so I would say they're going to start looking to rest him. If they're not battling for like an eight seed or something, if they're higher and they don't care what seed they fall in, I think they rest him, give the ball to Oladipo. I think they say, get ready for the playoffs. Okay. I think that's what happens personally. They do that to Oladipo and then Cameron Payne and then you know the other younger guards. I think they give them the ball, get them some experience without Westbrook, and so when you know, Westbrook goes back in the lineup in the playoffs, I think they'll be that much better for it. And I feel like it can only do them good. Like, say they say they win a few games without Westbrook. That's only going to make that team better. Because they're going to... Because at this point, you with all the media, with all the coverage, with all everything that these guys are reading, um, everyone is saying that whole team is Westbrook. Yeah. And so that's got to yeah, be... Yeah, I'm sure that gets to them, That's got to be taking a, a toll on their mental. Yeah. I'd say so. I'd say it'd be good for them. Yeah. And so hopefully, you know, they, they are professional basketball players. Like, they all are very talented, 
And so, hopefully they rest Westbrook, and then we see some other people go off. Yeah. And we see, because, I mean, look at a good example is the Lakers right now, Young Hollywood. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're looking good. I mean, they're doing great. They're doing great. And no one expected that, I would say. And even Lakers fans, I don't think, really expected it. And, And look at them. They got confidence now. Uh, yeah. Lakers fans are are proud to be Lakers yeah, fans. Yeah, Staples Center's filled up every night. Yeah, and they did not think. I thought it might be a rough year, rebuilding yeah. year for them. Oh yeah, I think most Lakers fans thought they'd have another top five pick or something to pick this mm. season. But you know, after bringing Brandon Ingram, like they thought you know, probably about the same next year. But I, they they got Kobe out of the way. They brought in Timothy Mozgov and Luol Deng. And they're just crazy. Like, that's the blueprint that I think the Thunder are going to go toward. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so you never know. Hopefully, Westbrook. Dream scenario: Westbrook takes a rest. Uh, Thunder have some wins under the belt without him. Confidence goes up, and they just they go off. Yeah. My God, it. you did say it. Dream scenario. Dream scenario. <laughs> Probably yeah. won't happen, but Probably won't happen. Scenario. I'm not because I'm a fan, I won't count it out. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Just like you can't count out my seven and eight jazz. Yeah. Oh, what time is it? They're probably getting kicked by the nuggets. Ooh. I'm probably they're probably getting their shit kicked in right Ooh. now. Hope not. Let's check it. I don't really want to. I'll check it for you and tell you if you want to know or not. Oh, my God. Man, I just don't. I honestly don't know what's wrong with them. We paid Hayward all that money to not leave to Charlotte. And he just, he's not delivering this season. He had a great season last year. Derek Favors can't get healthy. He had all offseason and preseason to get healthy, and he didn't do it. Gobert is just not, I don't know. Gobert's not what he was last season, even. It's I just don't like the the veterans we brought in. George Hill's great. George Hill's injured now. Joe Johnson put up twenty nine in our first game of the year. Joe Johnson scoring nine points a game now. Mm-hmm. Boris Diaw hasn't been in the lineup for three games. Even before that, he was scoring like a one point four points per game or something. It's just crazy. Like I thought we brought in the perfect blend of like veteran scoring and veteran. Defense, Like, I thought, Joe Johnson, that's going to be a great scorer off the bench. I said, George Hill, that's going to be... He's one of the best defensive point guards in the NBA. I said, that takes us to the next level. And it just hasn't happened. And then when we traded for Boris Diaw, I said, well, that's a great trade. Like, Boris Diaw can do everything. Like, he, he shoots, he passes, he... I mean, he scores, he does everything. He plays defense well. And just none of it has... It's, it's like all of the pieces have been there at separate times, and then it just hasn't come together yet. And we're just sitting in the bottom half of the Western Conference doing nothing while we lose to teams like Denver and teams like Portland. And it's, I just don't understand. I don't like, how do we lose to Chicago? How do we only score 77 points in Salt Lake City against Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, at this point, like, I don't have much to say about the Jazz this podcast. I'm sure next podcast I'll have a lot more to say about them, but at this point, it's I think I've said all I can say about them. <laughs> so, what's that score? Uh, they, do they play it? They may not play tonight. No, they don't. 
They don't play At least tonight. I'll go to bed happy one night. Yep. Okay. You can rest easy. Alright, let's wrap this up with our favorite segment of the night. Oh. Brad's what? pronunciations. Yeah, Brad's pronunciations. Right. Okay. Now I've got a number for you. Okay. Unfortunately, we, we uh, listened to a podcast by the starters right before we recorded this. And so they said the very first name like seven times. Oh, really? Yeah. So, unfortunately. So, number one, they were going to... No, man. I don't remember it, though. No. it's a... Oh, okay. So, the first one is a is the star forward for the Denver Nuggets. He is Italian, if that helps you. Um... I'm going to say Danilo Gallinari. Danilo Gallinari. 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 They interviewed him on there. Uh, you know what? I was getting ready for this, so I didn't, uh, okay. I didn't really pay Fair attention enough. when it came to that. All right. Number two, we've got a forward from the Houston Rockets. He's a rookie. Uh, is it Kyle Willer? Wilter? No. Wilger? Close. It's Kyle Wiltger. Wiltger? Kyle Wiltger. Okay. Yep. Well, that's exactly how it looks. It Wiltger. is. I tell you, man, I'm going to try to trip you up. All right, number three, we got a forward from the Detroit Pistons. Uh, John, uh, John, of course. Oh, well. Is it not? No, it's John. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, Lure? John? Yeah. John Lure? John Lure. And then, and then we've got a rookie forward from the Indiana Pacers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Georges Nang? Georges Nang? Close. I mean, it's Georges Niang. Niang? Like, Niang. Ah, where's he from? I don't know. He went to Ohio or Iowa State in college, I don't know where he's from. We got okay. one more. It's on the last page. Okay. So this one is the center for the Dallas Mavericks. And this is something I had to look up on basketball reference because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Um, oh, gosh. Sala Majari? Oh, no. You just said that first name so confidently. I thought you were going to slay that second one, too. I'll give you one more shot at it. Salomajuri? Majuri? No. Oh, wait, what? I don't know. What is it? Salomesri. Mesri? Yeah, I don't know why that, okay. that J yeah. makes a Z sound. I don't know why. Where's he from? I don't think he's Middle Eastern. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mesri. Mesri. Not. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. I looked to get those five. I think we're going to start doing three because I looked for. 30 minutes to find really? those. Yeah. I'm running out. We're going to have to go classic, too. Oh, We're going to have to have to go classic NBA players, too. Middle world peace. Like some Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah. You know how many names he has? Uh, six. He has so many. <laughs> like, if you look it up on Wikipedia sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. He really does. Like, Dikembe is his first name, and Mutombo is, like, the last name of his list of names that he... How has. many of them they put on his jersey? No, just Matumbo. Okay. Yeah. His name, well, I gotta look it up. Dikembe Matumbo, uh, M-P-O-L-O-N-D-O, Mplondo, Macamba, Jean Jacques Watumbo. Huh. That's his entire name. His parents hated him. He, Matumbo <laughs> is two of his names. Matumbo. Dikembe Matumbo, 
Maplondo, Macamba, Jean Jacques, Wamatumbo. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're speaking a different language. Oh, well, he's point. from the Congo, so yeah. Huh. God, hey, I don't know, dude. That's a crazy one. I'll have to yeah. find something like that for you to pronounce. Yeah. So. And have to take a sip of water and a breath in between. <laughs> just you in have to take a bathroom break while you're speaking. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think that's it. All right. Thank you for listening to probably the longest basketball yeah, yet. Yeah, I think so. We, right. we ranted a little bit on this one. I think I liked it, though. Yeah. It was a good one. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>